Good morning. We completed Parashat Naso yesterday, which took us to the conclusion of the Chanukat HaMizbeach, the inauguration of the Mizbeach in the Mishkan. Yes. This was done by the Nasi'im with their offerings that they brought. Each Nasi brought a Chatat, Ola, and a Shilamim. Well, actually, multiple Chatot, mm-hmm. Olot, and Shilamims. And then uh, this coming week's parasha, Parashat Beha continues on the theme of the inauguration of the temple of the with the menorah. lighting of the menorah by Aharon Akuen. So that will be the context you have to know in order to understand why this haftarah was chosen. Yes. The haftarah is from the book of Zechariah. Who was Zechariah? <laughs> Zechariah was one of the Nevi'im at the very, very beginning of the second Beit HaMikdash era. He's one of the last Nevi'im. The last three Nevi'im that we know of chronologically are Chagai, Zechariah, and Malachi. Mm-hmm. So Zechariah is one of the triad who did prophecy during the restoration of the second temple. Because of that, Zechariah is actually one of the, the, in terms of, if you want to be inspired, let's say you want to find some words of inspiration for Medinat Israel, modern state of Israel, you could find a lot of, uh, a lot of exciting nivuot in the book of Zechariah. Some of the most beautiful nivuot about the restoration of the land of Israel that we see in our very today, lives today, yeah, you find in Zechariah. But Zechariah was, of course, uh, during that beginning of the Second Temple period, around 515 BCE is around when Zechariah was prophesying. He was parallel, his timing was parallel with two other men. One was the new Kohen Gadol that was instituted in the Beit HaMikdash, named Yehoshua. And the other was Zerubavel, who was the political leader who led the Jewish people from Bavel to Eretz Israel. Okay, so that's the, the, the historical backdrop of Zechariah. And we go to the second chapter of Zechariah, the 14th yes. Pasuk. Roni v'simchi batzion. By the way, we definitely did this after our last year. Because I know, I know it pretty well. <laughs> Good. No, I know, the, I remember the words. We were on the, in the backyard. We were in the backyard, yes, yeah. Yes, yeah. The famous backyard yes. where all of this began. Yes. Okay. Uh, sing and rejoice, daughter of Zion, for I am coming and I will dwell amongst you, says God. Who's the daughter of Zion? Is it Yerushalayim? For sure. Yeah, it's, I think it's Yerushalayim. Okay. Pasuk Tedva. V'nilvu goim rabim el Adonai bayom ahu v'hayu li le'am. And many of the nations of the world will approach you or will approach to God on that day and they'll be for me a people. V'shachanti v'tochech and I will dwell amongst you and you should know that the Lord God has sent me unto you. Okay, so what's going on? And so it, whenever the time comes that Yerushalayim is going to be Bore rebuilt. Olam, yeah, that Bore Olam, he brings the Shekhinah back and he dwells, he rests his Shekhinah within Yerushalayim. We're going to have the Goyim, the nations yes. of the world, are which going is, to approach Yerushalayim. Which is what's happening today. And they will recognize Bore Olam's 
so there is dominion. the Christian uh, churches. There are the oh, that's an interesting the, point. There is the, the mosque. They have the all all of the religion. They have now everything in Jerusalem. That's an interesting point. Because they want to say that, <laughs> that we God is ours also. This last part of the pasuk, I don't know exactly what that means. If anybody has a perush there, who is talking? Is that Zechariah saying that you should know that God has sent me to yes. you? Probably, right? Yes. Zechariah speaking. Because he's the one who's telling he's the He's the one who's the saying, the, saying the nevuah. Yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. And God shall then inherit Yehuda as his portion on the Holy Land, and he will choose once again Yerushalayim. Ah, finally, Has kol basar Adonai. All flesh shall be silent before God, ki neor kocho, because he has been aroused from his holy abode. So, what, what does that last passage mean? So, whenever the Goim come and they see Boreolam. Resting as Shekhinah in Yerushalayim, they will once again recognize Boreolam's dominion, and then they will be quiet out of Kavod. Yes. Same way we tell people this to be quiet in the Beit Knesset. This is what has suppo- was supposed to do. I mean, this is what we are waiting for. This is what we're we waiting for today. For Imagine we tell the media, everybody just be quiet. <laughs> no more. No more media. Yeah. No, the whole world to recognize that there's only one God. That's it. <laughs> Aroused from his holy habitation. This is an interesting, uh, also an interesting phrase. He has been aroused from his holy inhab- uh, habitation. That seems to be whenever we have periods where uh, the fortune of Am Israel is bad, how would we describe it in terms of Boreolam's Hashkacha? The Hashkacha is lacking. So you could say Boreolam's Hashkacha, it's as if. He's on snooze. Yes, we are not. We are he's not, not. He's not really fully he's not engaged. Showing his, he's not showing yeah. his. Uh, but the way we describe the misfortune of Am Israel is typically through Boreolam's active engagement. Means Boreolam is having a is is good, and when Boreolam pulls back and he just lets the natural world play its uh, uh, hand on us, that's called that will typically result in Am Israel's misfortune. Yes. So when Boreolam wakes up and he's aroused. Out of his holy habitation, that means Boreolam Sashkacha is back. We feel him. We his feel him. his oversight of the children of Israel is back, and we feel him. Plus, uh, third chapter. Now, third chapter is going to be about the, the aforementioned Kohen Gadol that we said, Yoshua, and it's going to be a vision about Yoshua, who is representative of Am Israel, and how he's going to change his clothes. Now, what could it mean to change your clothes in a vision? He'll take off his dirty clothes and he'll, wear, he'll dress him with beautiful new clothes, which means Am Israel's sins will be forgiven yes. and they will, they will, uh, they will be uh, granted. Refresh. Reboot. Exactly. They'll be refreshed. So now Zechariah says that in my vision, I was shown Yoshua the Kohen Gadol. He's standing before the angel of God. And then the Satan is on his right, trying to find an issue with him, trying to accuse him. It's not good. Hashem, exactly. it's not good. Exactly. This, this, the Satan is going to Hashem and saying, hey, Yoshua he is sinful, he's corrupt, this, this and that. Pasuk yeah. 2. It's, it's a different Yoshua. There's Yoshua. No, no, not Yoshua from Moshe. Yoshua was, uh, there are two Yoshua's. One was a student of Moshe Rabbeinu who led Am Yisrael into Eretz Israel, obviously. This is much and then this is much later. This was the Kohen Gadol, first Kohen Gadol of the Second Temple Era. And Yoshua Kohen Agadol. 
Okay, we're in a completely different time. This is, uh, yes. you know, Pasuk 2. And then God turns to the Satan. The Satan is trying to find problems with Yoshua. And he says, God shall rebuke you, you Satan. And God shall rebuke you, he who has chosen you, Shalayim. And now he describes Am Yisrael, he says, Halo zeh, or maybe Yoshua, Halo zeh ud mutzal me'ish. Behold, this is a valuable item that was saved from a fire. Meaning Am Yisrael was saved from a fire and they've been purified through the That's fire it. of Galut. I saved them because... And I saved them they, for that. No more finding problems finish. with their sins. You should... You should uh, he, he rebukes the Satan and he says, Am Yisrael is precious to me. Kind so of like when they go into a fire and they come out all purified and cleansed. And that's what Am Yisrael is like. Pasuk 3. So we dealt with the Satan. Now, but Yoshua himself is dressed in this vision. He's dressed with uh, dirty clothes, filthy garments. And he's still standing before the angel. And then God says, I think it's God, right? I think it's God speaking. The angel. The angel. The angel. Okay. So the angel, oh, the, the malach that he's standing in front yes. of. Not the satan, the satan left. Finish. The, satan the, the first malach we're talking about. Okay. So he answered and he spoke to those that were for him and he said, take the filthy garments off from Yehoshua. And he said, because the iniquity will pass from on you, and I will dress you now with new fresh. robes, fresh garments. So the sin will go away, and I will dress you with fresh garments. And then, I said, who's saying this now? Now, this is Yoshua, uh, Akwan. Yoshua speaking. No, 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 this is Zechariah speaking. And I said, let us put a, uh, how does it translate? Let, let them place a turban. pure turban. A turban. A new turban, on, probably a turban of the Kohen Gadot. Yes, yes. Right? That, that's, let uh, them place a, a new turban, a pure turban on his head. And they put the turban on his head and they clothed him with new clothes. And this, the Malach of God was standing. Now that's a very important watching, detail to know. I was watching, I was watching. Yeah, but, but the word is, is Adonai Omed. God, the, the angel of God was standing there and watching this process or overseeing the process. Sure now it's very important to know that another way to describe Malachim typically is Omedim. Malachim are always described as being Omedim. Yeah, it's important because of what's going to happen now. Bayad Malach Adonai and then the angel of God, he warned Yehoshua, saying, probably in, in preparing him for the new duties of the Kohen yes. Kadol, yes. which he just invested him with. Now he warns him and he says, If you go with my path and you keep my guard, my charge, and you also will keep and judge my household and my courts, and then you will take care of my, my uh, courtyard. Uh, courtyard. 
I will give you free access amongst wow. those who stand. It's a very strange verse. Yeah, I the think angels. the Peshat is the Omedim is referring to the angels. Yes. And among the angels. Meaning if you do the mitzvot and you do your duties of Kohen Gadol you're and you gonna, take care of the Chatzir of the Beit HaMikdash you're gonna be elevated and you so judge high. and by the way look at all the details look at yes. all the, the duties of the Kohanim yes. judging the people guarding the courtyard keeping the, the, the Mishmar Tadinet Petit Tishmorat Chatzirai Okay so I will give you access or I will make you walk amongst the angels. If you do this, my, in my, in my court, in my you court. become like an angel. You become, exactly, you become a representative of Borei Olam. It's as if you're in Borei Olam's court. court yes. Beautifully said. Okay. Pasuk 8. And now here now, Yehoshua, you and your friends who sit before you, uh, you and the Kohen Gadol, no, Yoshua no, is a Kohen Gadol. Yes, yes, yes. says, yeah, yeah. you, Yoshua, the Kohen Gadol, and you and your friends, ki anshem mufet him. I don't know what it's referring to when it says, for they are anshem mufet. Miracle workers. Okay. Your friends who are miracle, miracle workers. Ki nimi viet avdit semach. Behold, I am bringing my servant who is a shoot. Now, what is it? It's a shoot. Flourishing one. Semach is like a, something that's uh, growing. I think. A, a growth from, the, from yeah. like a tree Sprout. that, like a, a branch that comes out of the side would be called, yeah. let's say, a semach. Or something that comes out of the ground, something that sprouts, is called a tzemach. What, what, what is a tzemach referring to? Typically Mashiach, or a new leader who's going to sprout forth and, and lead on Israel. So behold, besides for you, Yehoshua, who will lead the people religiously, there's going to be a leader, there's going to be a leader who will lead them now politically. Okay, yes. And that is probably going to be, he's probably referring to here, I think it's a note here, According to Rashi, Zechariah here means Zerubbabel, who is a civic leader. Okay, this was at that time. Yes. With Yehoshua, okay, yes. as a spiritual leader, the rehabilitated state. Okay. Pasuk 9. Ki hinea eben asher natati lifnei Yehoshua leben achat shiva enayim, hinei mefateach pitukah neum Adonai tzevaot, umashti et avon ha'aretz ahi biyom echad. Difficult pasuk, but behold the stone that I put before Yehoshua. On, on one stone there will be seven eyes, I will engrave it carefully, uh, and says God, and I will get rid of the sin of the land in one day. What does that mean, the stone? What does it mean that the stone that I put before Yeshua? So either it could be potentially another reference to the, to the, to the Mashiach, but I don't think so. I think it's, a, by the way, it, I, I just said Mashiach, I meant, I meant Zerubbabel, but you can, it's kind of the same thing. Because the Mashiach is the one who leads us to the third yes, bit of yes, Mikdash, yes, so Zerubbabel. It, it was for the second. It was for the second, right? Yes, correct. Okay, so I think it's referring to the cornerstone of the bit of Mikdash. Yeah, this is for rebuilding the bit. This is for the rebuilding of the bit of Mikdash. This is the rebuilding. This is what they're saying. Even that Masu, I'm giving the special uh, mastery to, to to build them. The, 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 yeah, the, the the stone that I've laid before Yeshua upon the stone are seven facets, kind of like a diamond. How many facets does the diamond have? Well, more than seven. Yeah. Oh, okay, a few more. A few more than... How <laughs> about you know. diamond specialist sitting here? <laughs> okay. This is just a rock. Right? So it's a rock for the building of the Bidim. Yeah, seven, seven facets is already good. I don't know how much brilliance he's going to have, but... <laughs> Maybe it has a meeting point where, where something lays on it. Or I don't know. I don't know what, the, what this means, to be honest. Let's go forward. We're going to find out. This is a classic Zechariah comment. Uh, in that day, said the Lord, 
Every man shall call to his neighbor, each person under his vine and under his fig tree. It's a classic nevuah. Ish tachat gefen, el tachat gefen, el tachat te'ena. This is a this is a archetype that sitting under the grape tree and under the vine tree. If a person is sitting under a vine or sitting under under a fig tree, what is what does it mean? He owns land. He yeah, has produce coming from the land. Prosperity. Pro- he's prosperity. relaxed under the shade. Under the shade. He's, he's, he's under the shade he's of the fig enjoying. and the vine. He's on vacation. He's the, he's like the French Riviera. Right. So, so the description. A lot of the descriptions <laughs> of the time of the of the Geula, when things will be good in, in Eretz Israel. It's exactly. They describe today. today. They describe oh, yeah, today. There is all yeah. this beautiful wine. But it's, a, it's something you see in Tanakh. This description of Ish Tachat Gefen and Tachat Teena. You see it a lot in Tanakh. Okay, now we didn't even get up to the part that's re- related to our parasha. Pasuk Aleph of the fourth chapter. Then the Malach who was speaking to me, says Zechariah, came back and he woke, he woke me up like a man that is wakened out of his sleep. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because all of these prophets are in a vision. Yes. So him going into the vision And then waking up in the vision He's waking up in the vision Meaning he's sleeping more He's falling He's deeper in, in, in sleep Kind of like inception Okay, Pasuk 2 And he says to me What do you see? So he says What do you see? The angel says What do you see? And he said I see and behold There is a candlestick All of gold with a bowl on top of it, mm-hmm. and then the seven lamps are there also, the, and there are seven pipes. Okay, so yes. um, there are seven pipes leading into the seven on top of it. candles that are on top. So there are pipes that are leading into the, the, the seven, seven candles that yes. we have on top of the yes. menorah. Yes. But then, where are these pipes leading to? The pipes are leading to the two olive trees. Yes. The two olive trees are on top of the menorah. Yes. Echad mi minagula, vechad al simula. One on to the right of that centerpiece. And one to the left. And one to the left. Yes. One next to the, on the right of the bowl, one to the left of the bowl. Okay. So I said to the angel, what are these things? He said, you know what these are. He said, no, I don't. These nevuot are fascinating. I, I wish I knew what the, 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 the Navi was experiencing. Definitely a very uh, interesting experience. He says, okay, if you don't know, here's what it is. This is the word of God to Zerubavel. It's not with power, not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, says God, Master of Legions, Lord of Hosts. Very famous, uh, yeah. If you are a great mountain that's standing before Zerubavel, you will be, become like a plain. God will flatten it for Zerubavel. Also impossible to translate. But he will take the top stone 
with shoutings of grace unto it. Meaning, I, I think so. The stone of the building of the Beit HaMikdash. As people are bringing the stone to build the Beit HaMikdash, everybody is singing joyful. Yeah, it's going to be so easy because it's going to be flat. Right, exactly. It's going to be flat ground and it's going to be so easy. Um, so what, what was the vision finally? What was the vision you saw at the end? There is a menorah. Okay, but what did you see? There are pipes coming from the menorah and they're leading to... Two trees. To two trees, to two olive trees. Now, from our perspective, all we see is the menorah. We see just the candles being lit by the Kohen Gadol. Right? But the oil... But the oil, where is it actually coming from? It's coming from the trees that Boreolam planted. Yes. So when we think we're lighting the the menorah, it's actually Boreolam who's lighting the menorah. That's what the vision seems to be saying. That don't think that you're lighting the menorah, menorah yourself. The lighting of the menorah is coming from my trees, the ones that I put behind it. And, and for this reason, for, and for and, this and know, reason. And therefore know that it's not by your own strength, rather by the strength of God. Don't yeah. become ego. Don't now get that's, ego that's a relationship to our parasha because of the reference to the menorah. Yes. That's why this haftarah was chosen. Also, why are there two olive trees? The right and left. Maybe. Uh, right also, the, one of the opinions right is, is that it represents Yehoshua and Zerubbabel, who were the two leaders, one Kwan Gadol and one political leader at the time. Could be that also, also, when we pray, we pray right and left of the menorah. There is there a two always, there were always one, one is for prosperity and one is for uh, for your uh, yeah, knowledge and for wisdom. Yes, wisdom. Okay. Baruch Adonai Lola. Amen. 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 Amen.